I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. There. Paul, madness. Let me just read this out. I've heard of these stories, never seen it actually happen. Hi guys, when I lived in New York for a short period of time, my apartment block window looked directly onto the side of the building opposite. It was literally two and a half feet away and all I could see was the brick wall of the apartment opposite. Subsequently, the window in that apartment could see my blank brick wall. No joke, literally two and a half feet away. You could actually touch the brick wall without having to lean out the window as such. Like, why... Is there even a need for a window in that situation? How miserable and depressing must that have been, Paul, to just... What's your view? Like, you live in New York City. You're like, it's literally 12 bricks. That's all I can see. That's the same. There's a few houses that you will find down kind of alleyways, you know, like... And they're kind of quirky houses. You know, you might see them around your area kind of thing. But there's a giant wall in front of them. And they usually are one of those houses that they've done their own thing. So they've decided to make all glass on the outside. So it's all see-through. And they're just looking out onto a wall. I don't get uh, it. Could, could you see into any of your neighbours or the people opposite you, Paul, or could they see into you? And I, I'd presume then that this like was one of those buildings put up after the first one because they're like, this is grand, but they don't really care about space at all in America. They're like, literally right on top of you. You're like six inches away from the wall, build it. It's absolutely fine. But it must have been suffocating. Um, but I yeah, imagine you could crack nonetheless living in New York. How long are you in New York for? Must have been a bit of crack. What were you doing there? Got so many questions for Paul. Uh, he goes, no, sadly you couldn't see a thing. Yes, yeah, which which would be weird, you know, if you were that close to somebody you'd never knew or never met. Like literally, you could reach out and touch them via their window, which sounds inappropriate. You can reach out, reach out and touch a stranger across the the road, not even the road, across the gap in the building from you, and that'd be weird. But uh, thanks for that. That seemed a bit um, miserable. Like Paul was it was it claustrophobic? And what were you doing over there? How long? Maybe the window was. To make it look bigger and more spacious. And yeah, imagine it, it It let in a tiny little bit of light and then they put up a building and they're like, well, that's the end of that. So, look, thanks for that. Uh, we were chatting about that because there's a website, window-swap.com. If you're, it's just a random website that when you click on the button on the website, will open up somebody's, it'll give you, open up their webcam and it'll show you someone's window from their house all over the world. So from China to Germany, you can just see what a normal, random, everyday person, uh, what their window view looks like and compare to your own and mix things up. Also, earthcam.com is definitely another place if you want to live stream what's happening in the world. Currently looking at the Earthcam of Chicago uh, at the moment, which is a, a bit of crack. Anyway, uh, before that, the question, Saoirse, was? The question is, listening to five to ten songs a day can improve what? Uh, does it matter what type of music? 
No, it's five or ten of your favourite songs. So, yeah, it doesn't matter, as you, as you mentioned, it doesn't matter if they're real depressing songs or if they're real uh, upbeat songs. It's just, once they're your favourite songs, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Just five of your favourite songs, five to ten of your favourite songs a day. Now, I don't do this. I do not listen to five or ten songs a day. I don't even think I really, unless I'm in the car and I have FM 104 on, of course, I don't think I'd be listening to too many songs. I'm uh, not one of those people that kind of goes around listening to Spotify. Oh, it's a lovely song. Oh, it's a gorgeous song. I mean, especially if you're on the beach. Maybe I feel like I need to be somewhere to listen to my favourite music. So, listening to five or ten of your favourite songs will do... um, We'll do something for you. 0876797104. Give me, what did you ask again? What was the exact wording of the question you had? Listening to five to ten songs a day can improve what? Arbs thinks it's your vocabulary. Evening, Arbs. How have things been? How have you been managing lockdown? What's the crap? Now, um, it depends, Arbs, on what you're listening to. I would be a huge fan of DJ Khaled. And that's all he says. I'm not learning anything. I am not improving my vocabulary at all with that kind of a song so that's not the answer I heard a song today a remix of Rihanna and DJ Quicksilver and I cannot find it anywhere was it a tune? oh it was one of the greatest tunes I'll tell you how much of a tune it was so uh, it was in the it was in the gym because I go to the gym now humble brag oh yeah sorry yeah you're fit now and it, and it came on and uh, it was so good I had to stop and write it down because I knew I'd forget and I can't find you, it you anywhere you did not online. stop in the middle of the gym and write that down did you? did you? <laughs> did you bring your notepad? Well, I bring my little pen and paper with me, <laughs> which has the descriptions for the exercises. Okay, now, a sit-up. Oh, What's that now? Oh, no. You did not just stop and write that down. You're such a nerd. I had to, I had to, because, you know, sometimes you forget, and you forget the sound. So if anyone knows where I can get a, this remix, by the way, absolutely whopper remix, it's Rihanna's... Oh... Uh, oh, God, it's going to do my nutting now. It was, You're a uh, big DJ- fan of her, aren't you? Massive fan. She is like, I'm all over Rihanna. DJ Quicksilver's Bellissima, right? I don't know if you know the song. A, a classic in and of itself. And it was mixed with, what was it, Rihanna's song? Where Have You Been All My Life, that song. Oh, yeah, that's a tune, yeah. So it was a mix of those two songs, and it was insanely good. And I cannot find it. I can't find it on SoundCloud. It is not on YouTube, and it is not on Spotify. So if anyone knows... What's going on with that? Where I can find that? Be much appreciated because I would have listened to that five to ten times on repeat. So Rihanna and now, yeah, let me let me play the the song. Let me see, Bellis. Yeah, I want to hear. It was song. this song. You'll probably know it. Old school, teenage discoy type of song. I beat the nineties kind of song, club song. Um, an absolute cracking, absolute cracking song. So let me see. Oh, faders up. Here we go. Oh, yeah. And this had Rihanna's Where Have You Been vocal over the top of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. So sing sing Where Have You Been there. Go on. Just over this. Where have you been all my life? Where have you been all my life? I mean, that's pretty close there. She nearly got it. I'd nearly be willing to just record that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
but not there. So I couldn't find it. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't find it at all. Anyway, um, speaking of songs, listening to five songs will increase your what? 0876797104. So it's not vocabulary that Arabs has said. A couple of the other texts nope. have come in. Listening to five or ten songs can improve your mood, and that comes in from Bernie. Wants to crack Bernie. How are things? Is that is that correct and right? It definitely does make you happier. 100%. But that's not the answer. Lucien, our old friend, how are you, sir? Uh, he said it doesn't improve your motivation. Do you know what? It definitely would, wouldn't it? Like, maybe if you're putting on songs that you like, you like them because it reminds oh, like you of this, times yeah. that you were doing stuff. Yeah, you weren't oh, yeah. sitting around lying in bed miserable. You were probably at a festival having the crack, so... I can see how you would guess that answer, but it's not the correct one I'm looking for. Hmm, interesting. All right, if you think you know, 0876797104. Uh, does it make you relax? Relax would definitely be up there as well. Yeah. But it's not the answer. Music is food for the soul. That comes in from Anto. Now, Anto, if you have that on, like, a poster on a background beside a live, love, laugh... We're not, we can't be friends anymore, all right? Oh, Anyways, God. Uh, thank you for that. Let me see. And Lucien's fine. He's working. Good to hear you're working. I imagine the city's starting to get a little bit busier, is it? Uh, fingers crossed. We start getting busier again. Safer. Safer and busier, of course. Right. Don't be giving out now. Uh, okay, so uh, listening to five or ten songs a day, which Saoirse doesn't do, will improve your what? 87 uh, Can you give us any other clues? It's not mood. And the first, a lot of people are saying mood. I would have went straight there and said, yeah, it improves your mood. Can I give you any clues? Um, Can you give um, us any clues? Um, this would deteriorate the older you get anyway. So I guess the older you're getting, the more important it is to be listening to your five or ten songs a day. Uh, is it like your sense of humor? No. Your zest for life. No, not your zest for life, no. Okay, uh, Barbara has messaged in on 0876797104. Evening. Good evening, Barbara. She has said, is it your memory? Does that improve your memory? Yes, it does. Five no. of your favourite songs every single day will improve your memory. No way, and really? will, Yeah, this is one of the few things that is very important, so definitely improves your memory. Makes you happier, obviously, releases dopamine, feel good. Yep, that's yep. A, that's a given. Um, it enhances your running performance, which we spoke about before. Yep. Lowers your stress and improves your health. Nice. And when you're listening to it before bed, now obviously maybe not this song, this is going to keep you wide awake, <laughs> but yep. listening to music before bed will help you to sleep better. Oh, I didn't know that. I've always yeah, wanted to do this, Barbara, this is for you, by the way. I've always wanted to do this, because this is, is nice and loud, but this goes perfectly well with, uh... Yeah. Crazy time on the dance floor with the crazy yeah. techno music. This is not advised, probably, for going to sleep. I mean, some people that are maybe into rock music and very heavy metal might be able to sleep uh, when they're listening to that type of music. Yeah, but maybe, if you perhaps. do listen to nice, relaxing music, so it could be... I don't know, I'm sure there's a song that you like. The Cranberries do a lot of lovely, relaxing songs and music, whatever. Um, then it, it, the, a study was done on it. If you listen to this for 45 minutes before going to sleep, you will have a better sleep and you won't wake up half as much as if you didn't. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So, so listen to, a no- listen to a lovely relaxing song for 45 minutes before turning off the lights to go to sleep and you will have a better sleep and you'll wake up less. Now, there's no need for that. <laughs> Can the lady retire to the bedroom, please? Oh, my God. The quartet will be playing some beautiful music now. You can relax to this. So what you're saying is, like, at this time, because it's 20 past 11 and yeah. we're wrapping up at 12, so, like, you maybe you're, you're planning on heading to bed at 12 o'clock. You're probably not because you might be doing a sh- night shift, but maybe you're in bed already. We'll just play this. Quarter exactly. past 11, every night now, we'll have to play the old sleep song. I kind of like that in a weird way. It's kind of nice. Do you know what this is? Hopeful. Isn't this the whole? uh, This week we went down to Kent to see how much a vase was worth from Vera's front room. So good, yeah. She got twenty pounds for it. Yeah, it's either Antiques Roadshow or Flog It or one of those shows that I think this is off. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect fit. Um, So uh, it also. Apparently, a study has been done that says it might reduce depression. Listening to your music oh, again, well, maybe don't listen to heavy metal. That might bring your mood down a little bit. But don't listen to any Nirvana or Radiohead. Stay well, away from them. Look, I mean, some people are just into that, and that calms them down, and that's fine. If that calms you down, then go ahead and listen to it. Music also helps you eat less. I don't believe that. Apparently, no, come on. so. So there's a research. You can't just make stuff up on the radio. <laughs> research at Georgia Tech University showed that softening the lighting and music while people ate led to them con- consuming fewer calories, and they enjoyed their meal more. So dimming the lights and listening to soft music, have your dinner, you'll eat less, you'll feel full, and you'll be more satisfied. Dim the lights. <laughs> I mean, it's going to make me an emotional mess. I know. But you don't need to listen to these hey, dark songs, though. I know. I'm just not that hungry, Saoirse. No, you're meant to be eating your dinner. You're I meant to be know. enjoying it. Just eating less. Like, don't Stop. ask for third I portion. 
I think I'm gonna go to bed now. And then you can go upstairs. And what will really throw you to sleep is as you're writing poems in your diary and your journal, listening to some of the most saddest music in the world in the dark. You'll just, you'll actually nod off because it's actually very tiring crying yourself to sleep. You'll just be absolutely (laughs) exhausted. You can't even keep your eyes open. (laughs) You just, you know, your eyes will be exhausted. Your whole body will be exhausted from the. It's a good, it's a good core workout. Crying is, you know, that'll absolutely wreck you, and you just drift off to sleep, and you'll be feeling great. How many great. times have you done that? I've never oh, done that before. Every, every night of the week, every night. See, of the I don't week, know how you panic. can cry yourself to sleep though, because see, the pillow would be soaking wet, and then it would just be uncomfortable, and I wouldn't be able to sleep because I'd have to change the pillowcase. Just flip it over, I suppose. You just flip it over. If you cry on your side, and maybe your eyes are just over the corner of the bed, so it's you're crying on the ground, and you're your pillow's pro. fine. I love it. There, yeah, there um, you go. Also, on a happier note, music elevates your mood while you're driving. Yeah, but it all depends on the, on the muse, music, you know. And it might curb your road rage if you listen to if you listen to that, and someone pulled out in front of you. You're not going to be angry. You can't be angry. You're too relaxed. <laughs> That's not a bad point, actually. The, the music will, will it contribute to your? Uh to your depression but if someone did pull out in front of you and you were just listening to I don't know Adele or something and it was just like cutting you off and you're just there going oh hello how's it going how's, how's life been it's me oh no please oh Jesus I was wondering Adele you you're great you just, you're, yeah she's brilliant I think she's a role model but Jesus Christ what are the saddest songs in the world? We're going to no. end the show on a low, the lowest of the lows. Sad, no, we're not. miserable songs. Because if you're going in for an operation soon, music also relaxes patients before and after surgery. Again, it depends on the music. Soothing music while resting in bed after an open heart surgery increases relaxation studies. Can you hear me? Bed. That's what the doctor says to you outside the surgery. Can you hear me? Hello. Something went wrong. I'm in California. Oh, God. Yeah. But were you, so, yeah, okay, that, 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 that's interesting. So, sleep, what other sleepy songs are there if you're trying to drift off to sleep? Well, well, like, you, don't listen to, you don't listen to any music then. You need to start upping your, your music listening to. Let me see what yeah. was the last things that I was listening to today. But you know what I'm into? I'm into very heavy stuff. Like, I'll either go from the Chemical Brothers to Daft Punk to um, Stormzy. And then yep. I'll go, I could go do a 360 and go Spice Girls. Just depends on my mood. Uh, or old school lis- Britney Spears, you know? Yeah, no, no. One of my favourite things to listen to when I'm trying to go to sleep is uh, White Noise. Because I figured out that w- I will fall asleep if there's a TV on in the room and uh, if there's a, a bright light on. I will drift off, absolutely. There needs to be noise in the room for me to be able to sleep. I don't understand I that. Like, did you have that as a child? Did your parents have music on while you were going to sleep? No, but I, I always had to have sleep with the the door open and the light on in, in the landing. Cause I was yeah, so did I. That, that's that's normal. But at what stage did you need noise to go to sleep? I don't I just know. Don't get it just it. I, I just slept in noisy environments better, like this. this just... That would drive me insane. I wouldn't sleep. Did... I would just nod off to that no problem. So now we're all just going to do a little sleep meditation now here in Room 104. Get yourself into bed, knock the lights off, or on. If you have a strobe light, this actually works better. Strobe light on, and this. No. Do you not find this relaxing? No, that's really annoying. 
I feel like I have something in my ear. I'm trying to get it out. I, I, I need to sleep in silence. Yeah, silence doesn't do it for me. Don't know what it is. I how does she sleep beside you if you're listening to that? Yeah. Not very well, I'll be I honest couldn't. with you, Sergio. Do you want to know what's really funny now as well? What? The, fade, the fader for that has broken. Fader for what? The music? For the, for, for the, the white noise is broken, so we're going to have to listen to it for the rest of the night. No, it has. It's working now. It's fine. I, I, I almost thought for a second that was going to actually get stuck. <laughs> like, that right, was our background white noise. noise. <laughs> That's white noise for the rest of the night now, folks. Hope you're all right with that. Happy days. Uh, but there you go. So music, listening to five percent songs a day, quick rap, rap again there is good for how many things? Oh, for loads of things. So I'm going to actually just run you through a list of some of them. Music improves recovery in stroke patients. These are all studies that have been done. Uh, increases verbal intelligence. Raises IQ and academic performance. Now, these some of these are obviously smaller tests that they've done. Music reduces yeah. pain. Music relaxes patients before and after surgery. Music strengthens learning and memory, which we spoke about earlier on. Music elevates your mood while you're driving. Helps you eat less. It's just brilliant. Reduces depression. Helps you sleep better. Lowers stress and improves health. And enhances running performance. And of course, they're happier. We just solved all of your life's problems there uh, with five to ten songs a day. Happy days indeed. So there you go. Uh, still to come on the show, we're going to be chatting to somebody who looks incredibly similar to one of the most famous women on the world, has been asked to do some pretty weird things, especially by uh, one or two newspapers and news outlets when it comes to uh, faking pregnancy photos of this woman. She was offered a, a decent bit of cash for these photos. But uh, what's it like to have a famous face? We've talked about doppelgangers before. Send us in your doppelganger. Who would people say that you look like? Who's your famous celebrity lookalike? Uh, 0876797104. I'll be back. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. So if you're capable of having uh, tackling heavy workloads, if you're a more upbeat and positive person in general, are you sleeping on the left-hand side of your bed when you're looking at your bed, by the way? If you're at the foot of the bed looking at the bed, what side are you sleeping on, left or right? Let us know. We'll do a little survey here at Dublin, see what we're doing. Uh, let us know which side of the bed you are on, left or right. 0876797104. What if you're in a single bed? I don't think this counts for a single bed, to be honest. <laughs> but they did say there is a wrong side of the bed. You know, there has been that debate for years. Is there a wrong side of the bed? Did to you be get on? out the wrong side of the bed? Yeah. Yeah, there is. The right side. Ah, come on now. Yeah. This has to be lies. So, I mean, they've done a study with 3,000 people now. So the upbeat morning mood of lefties may also go as far to explain why more than half of them refuse to swap sides with their other half. I've never been asked to swap sides. You know, even if I, you go to a hotel now, you'd probably end up sleeping on the left side, would you? Uh, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would. Like, it just tends to be your side. You do have a side that you kind of sleep in every single night religiously, and that's just the way it is. You get kind of the same with territorial. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get kind of... And you have your stuff beside the bed, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe this explains it. Maybe you know why, because you're happier and... You can, you can manage your workload a lot more than she can. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> so listen, if you are, um, if you're more stressed than usual, if you are freaking out, if you are 
overwhelmed at the moment. Maybe it's got nothing to do with the global pandemic, the economic uncertainty and the chaos that we're currently living in. Maybe just switch the side of the bed you're on. Now, this goes on. and <laughs> How they get this from um, the side of the bed you sleep on, I do not know. But uh, they have said that two-thirds of those who doze off on the left reckon they are calmer than their partner in a crisis. They also tend to have more confidence and are more likely to be in permanent employment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't know why, why or how. Um, yeah. 31% of people on the left side of the bed love their job compared to just 18% who sleep on the right. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, That's hilarious. What? Is this it? is oh. shocking, though. People oh. who do sleep on the right side of the bed, though, tend to earn more money than those on the left side. That's the only plus. But otherwise, they absolutely hate their life. <laughs> so you're earning so more you, money, you, but you're not happy. Yeah, you're earning more money. And um, now the reason the reason I'm on the left-hand side is because the left-hand side is beside the window and the right-hand side is beside the door. And she obviously gets up early in the morning. So it makes more sense rather than her like walking around. She can just get up and get out and not cause too much of a fuss. Uh, she still does so and still wakes me up, but sure, look. Um, but maybe maybe that's it. Well, that would, that would change for a house, so I know what I mean. That wouldn't really make any sense at all. So there, there you go. Maybe if you want to earn more money, swap sides of the bed then. You'll hate your life a little bit. You'll be miserable. You won't be able to do much, but you'll earn a few extra quid. That'll be yeah, good. but this, this has said 75% of people will not feel comfortable changing sides after picking their side initially. Do you know what I mean? If you're there on the same side for years on end, you're not going to one day decide to move everything over to the next locker beside you and sleep there. It's not going to work. Yeah. You're not going to be having a good time. I'm definitely not going to be having a good time. It is It is interesting how they come up with those studies and surveys and find random correlations as well. Um, but there you go. Left and right side of the bed, very important. Get yourself on the left, you'll have a happier life. Get yourself on the right-hand side, flip things up, change things around, and you'll have more money. There's a very, very cool uh, website, though, that links random things together, right? has random correlations to uh, together. Really, really interesting if you want to have a look at it. It's called uh, spur- Spurious Correlations. And what they take is two completely different random things and try and find are they linked in any way, shape or form. Let me give you an example. If you just type in, type in strange correlations into Google, you can see all these graphs and these charts. So there is a huge correlation, get this right, with the uh, age of Miss America correlates with murders by steam, hot vapors, and hot objects. Like, they overlap completely, perfectly. That's weird. Yeah. Is there any other examples? Total total revenue generated by arcades correlates pretty perfectly. 98% correlation with computer science doctorates awarded in the US. So as more money is spent on arcades, you get more computer science doctorates. That's bizarre. Oh, this one's crazy. Uh, Non-commercial space launches worldwide correlates with sociology doctorates awarded. What? Other things like this. Uh, People who drown after falling out of a fishing boat correlates with uh, the marriage rate in Kentucky. Creepy. Really creepy. Ah, I don't like this. Strange I don't like this at all. Uh, they, 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 don't, they don't mean anything at all. It's just, uh, you know, f- funny things you can do with... Uh, uh, oh, God, I can't read that one. Out. Like, someone will get pretty dark to talk about deaths and drowning and murders and suicides and things like that. So I'll let you enjoy that at your own 
uh, your own ones. Is there any other quick ones here that we can uh, we can pull out? Oh God, the first one's real grim. Look at this one, okay? I'll leave you with this one. There's a correlation between the number of people who drowned by falling into a pool, and that correlates incredibly well with films Nicolas Cage has appeared in. Ah. So you can kind of make the data say anything mm. that you want. Uh, but there you go. Um, cool. Your sides of your bed has been cleared up now, so you can uh, make a name for that one if you want. On the way shortly in the next few minutes, we'll be chatting to Gabrielle. She looks... The spits of one of the most famous women in the world has been offered money to do fake photo shoots, has been asked to do fake baby bump photo shoots as well. It's a little bit grim. She'll be on the way talking about what are some of the highs and lows of looking like one of the most famous women in the entire world. Here. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Sergio here. I mean, we've chatted about this a couple of times before. Who, who's your doppelganger? Who's your celebrity lookalike? Sergio, yours is that Liv Tyler, isn't it? Yeah, that's what people said. Now, someone in work actually said, Kate Beckinsale, so I love that person and will love them forever. <laughs> I absolutely do not look anything like either of those beautiful women. But no, no one has ever stopped me on the street and said, oh, by the way, you look really like X, Y, or Z. So I don't uh, think I really have a doppelganger that's famous. I know what you mean. And it must be very weird. I imagine good in some ways, but possibly weird in other ways, if you are the spits of a celebrity and the more famous, maybe that can come with good things. Maybe you could, you know, get free things, skip the queue, get into nightclubs. All those good things might be a positive benefit, but I'm sure there's some downsides. But joining us on the line now from Michigan is uh, a young woman who apparently has been told her entire life that she is the image of uh, one of the Kardashians. And uh, to tell us about some of the weirdest encounters she's had and what it's like growing up with the face of a probably one of the probably one of the most famous people on the entire planet, Gabrielle Waters. Gabrielle, how are things? How are you? Hi, good. How are you guys? Yeah, great. Good. Yeah. Now, what does it feel like to look identical to Kylie Jenner? I really don't think about it too much, just because I get it so often for years now that I honestly I don't really think about it anymore. When did it start? Like, when did people start asking you were you Kylie Jenner or that you looked very like her? So I was told by family at thirteen years old and I didn't know who the Kardashians were at that age I was probably still playing Barbies at age 13 but when I started like my junior and senior year of high school so like 17, 18 years old, that's when I started getting it a whole bunch. You've obviously spent several thousand, you know, euro or dollars over the last couple of years on kind of her products and maybe trying to make yourself look a a bit more like her, but have you been trying to make yourself look more like her or less like her over the last few years? So at first I felt like I needed to keep up an image for everyone that followed me on Instagram. So I would say at first, when everything first started, I would say, yeah, I probably tried a little more, but now, no, I don't. I don't feel the need to anymore. I'm, you know, I'm 24 years old. I've got a job. I've got, you know, bills and stuff. So I really don't have time to, you know, try to look like someone that, you know, I'm not. But people still tell me that I look like her even, you know, when I'm not trying back when I was 18 years old. Now, when I'm looking at the pictures, I honestly can't tell the difference between yourself and Kylie. And you've been approached by model agencies and other photographers asking you to to get pictures taken when she was pregnant that time they were asking you to pose instead um a modeling agency did not come to me it was a news outlet that i don't i don't want to say the name of just because i i don't want to get in trouble or anything so they wanted me to take pictures of myself pretending that i'm pregnant so they could pretend that they've caught kylie jenner out in public pregnant because she hid she hid it for 
you know, nine months, her whole pregnancy, no one knew. So I turned it down because in case I ever meet the Kardashians one day, maybe Kris Jenner one day, I don't want them to uh, ruin my life <laughs> because <laughs> Kris Jenner, she's very powerful. So I wouldn't want to get in that. So I didn't end up doing it. And they had someone else actually do it. And I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> Did they offer you very a lot sweet. of money for it? Yes, they offered me, if I can remember correctly, 100 to $500 a photo. That is insane for faking photos. And they wonder why everyone hates uh, news outlets and does them no trust in the media when they're paying people to do take uh, fake baby photos uh, of the Kardashians. But has that been the weirdest request you've uh, ever gotten? That has probably been the weirdest request. I've had You know, people want me in music videos doing nightclub appearances and stuff like that. But I would say definitely the taking photos of me pretending to be pregnant is definitely the weirdest thing. <laughs> and for anyone who said, have you got your lips done or have you got plastic surgery to look like her, you haven't done any of that? No, I have not. But you've spent how no. much on her Kylie cosmetic products range? Yeah, she actually has really good makeup and a lot of people um, have taken that the wrong way as in I've spent a lot of money on her products. A lot of people spend a lot of money on makeup and don't even realize it until you put all... So, me saying I've spent X amount of money on uh, makeup doesn't mean that I'm buying it, you know, to look like her. It's just really good makeup. Yeah, fair enough. I mean... I would probably spend probably have spent similar in my lifetime. Yeah, Sisha, how much how much makeup like do you how much do you spend on makeup a week, Sisha? Because I know it's it's the smallest of all. Oh. I don't know, but apparently it's meant to be expensive. It would be a week a now, week? but yeah, no, I wouldn't be buying it weekly. But yeah, I'd probably monthly be buying some kind of product, whether it's you know Charlotte Tilbury or Kylie Jenner stuff or whatever it might be, which is not cheap. But like, how much? How no, much are we talking about? What would you be paying, Gabrielle? A month, maybe thirty dollars, just because I already have so many things, and when I run out i just buy you know whatever i run out of this um translucent powder i think that's like 30 dollars eyebrow kit i think is 30 dollars so probably monthly maybe 30 dollars and gabrielle have you ever actually like pretended to be her to either like skip a queue somewhere or to you know maybe get into a restaurant or something but have you ever actually gone out and pretended to be kylie jenner no just because we're uh, me and her live on the complete opposite sides of the country and so i don't think anyone would believe that she actually Actually, would be in Michigan. There's nothing here. <laughs> um, but I've had people think that I that I was her before, um, like in Los Angeles when I would go out there. I haven't had like a bunch of like a group of people, but I remember a couple years ago I went out to Los Angeles and I was getting off the plane, whatever. I didn't have any sunglasses on. I thought, why would you wear it inside? And I was walking out, and I literally hear, like, I don't know, maybe a 13, 14-year-old girl scream, oh, my God, it's Kylie Jenner. But nobody looked, thank God, because that would have been really embarrassing. And I was flying That's Spirit so Airlines, and Kylie Jenner would never be caught dead by <laughs> Spirit Airlines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they have their own plane uh, at this stage. So, oh, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, Gabrielle, we appreciate you giving up your time here this evening. We know you're uh, in the middle of, uh, of work at the moment. But um, before we let you go, what then has been for you maybe the, the best best and worst thing about looking like one of the most famous people on the planet? So the best thing is is getting to work with brands that I really love, like Fashion Nova. I absolutely love Fashion Nova. And they used to um, send me stuff to promote them, which was so much fun. But the worst part is are the trolls, I guess you could say. The mean people that comment on my photos saying I'm ugly and that I'm fat and sending me messages on Instagram, you know, saying the same thing. I've actually had a hate page 
stage before threatened to come to my house and uh, and kill me um, because of this. So that's the bad side. But the good side is working with, you know, like I said, brands that I really love and that I get to share with my followers and they can experience the same thing, same clothing that I do and they can come to love it as well. Well, I wouldn't know what it's like, but I mean, you do look identical to her and you've gained a lot of followers on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. My first interview I ever did, I was 2015, so I was about 19 years old, and I had 14,000, and now I'm almost at 50,000. Happy days. So listen, before we let you go, we might as well give a plug to your Instagram account. What's your Instagram handle? Oh, my Instagram is GabbyWaters23, and Gabby is only with one B. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.